happens here, Doc. <laughs> so as part of Transport Month, we are going to be finding out uh, very shortly with Dr. Reza about the advancements to transportation over the years. Um, you're building the first vertical business jet, right, that takes off and lands vertically. And apparently with this plane, we'd be able to take off from anywhere. Right from rooftops, yards, helipads, Zongebong. My house. Yeah, well, yeah, thank Night you for club. having me. Definitely, you can take off from any helipad, anywhere a helicopter could have landed. You can take off or land with this airplane. It's even sized to fit onto a helipad. The difference is then you can accelerate and fly like a normal business jet for up to six and a half hours at almost 800 kilometers an hour. So flying just like an airplane would, Uh. but landing and taking off anywhere a helicopter could. In fact, probably even more uh, places because your wingtips are not critical like in a helicopter. But So this has never been done before? No, not in the civilian space, not with passengers, and not with cool air fans. So the military ones like the F-35 or Harrier, they use hot gases and they direct that downwards. So if you were to stand close to that type of a jet, you'd actually catch fire and, and yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> with the cool air fans, you can actually land on grass or in a, in a bush and you wouldn't really set fire to anything. But what's so special about vertical landing? Well, you can fit anywhere. So imagine if you wanted to fly to Cape Town. Mm. It's not as simple as going from here to Cape Town. Mm. You first drive to the airport, go through the airport, get into the airplane. You know, that on its own adds almost four hours to any journey, mm. each side of the airport sitting in traffic. So uh, now to get from here to Cape Town, that means it's a six-hour journey. You have to get to the airport an hour early. You have to go through check-in. But if you can take off uh, from this parking lot outside and land at your destination in Cape Town, you're now turning that into a truly two-hour journey, door to door. So, so basically, you don't even need to land at an airport. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's so saying. Cool. Because, I mean, when you're in a helicopter, you don't need an airport. You can no, pretty you much... No, you can land that's, anywhere. Yeah, that's the yeah, whole exactly. idea. But So let's talk about the size. I mean, how many people do you think this plane will, will be able to accommodate? So we'd get eight people into the airplane. Uh, you could scale it up and put more people. Yeah. But then you lose the ability to land on a helipad. So we thought this is the ideal size. We can fit people. We can get onto a helipad. If later on we see demand for something bigger, we can expand it and make it bigger. And, you know, for areas where, let's say, China and India, where they're expanding, lots of people who would like to have a plane like this, but there aren't enough runways and airports. Mm. So perhaps they would build things like um, heliports with big landing pads. And and who are you? Of course, obviously, this is a complicated <laughs> thing. I mean, number one, you're a it's dog. A I mean, yeah, we all ask ourselves, <laughs> yeah. who am I? Yeah, uh, listen. Um, so, wh- wh- are you still practicing? I am still practicing. In fact, the other day I was giving a talk, and my joke was that not only is it the world's first vertical takeoff and landing business jet, but it's the first business jet funded by botulinum toxins. So, because that's what we're doing every day. We're injecting people, and it's helped us to sustain the project on an ongoing basis. And, um, but, you know, it's not enough to take us forward fast enough. We had our patent granted last year, so we did a public share sale. And that allowed us to bring the engineers in-house full-time mm-hmm. to produce full-scale fans and start a lot more uh, ramping up the work. But now we want to do a full-scale hover model. So to demonstrate to the world 
that we can take off and land in a full-scale airplane. So you're a surgeon who called on engineers to help birth this idea. Well, I'm a doctor, so I do the non-surgical things, the okay. injectables. And, All right. Uh, it's surprising how much we can do these days. I should come back and tell you more about that one of these days. Yeah. And um, I just one day was having a business discussion in my head, mm. and I thought about how there was a something we used to make called Legend. It was a herbal energy drink. And then I started doing some creams and I realized, you know, we have to sell one cream uh, to make the same money as selling almost 100 cans of the drink. So I started drawing a line and I thought, where does this line end? It was uh, ships and property and airplanes. And I thought ships were boring. Uh, Property, if the area goes down, the building goes down. Mm -hmm. But an airplane can move. And I thought, well, that's exciting. But if I wanted to build something here and sell it to the world, it needs to be exciting. Otherwise, people won't buy it. Even if it's exactly the same as an existing Gulfstream, people will rather take the Gulfstream. And just brainstorming, I thought vertical takeoff is something that doesn't exist. So let's explore this. And I had to look for some engineers who were you know, capable but open-minded at the same time to do conceptual design studies and prove that it can work. And from there, we just kind of went in a circle of... Um, market research, financial feasibility, and engineering, and just kept going in that same cycle, which we're still doing, just going up every level until we get to where we have to go. And and how far are you guys? So, like I say, next year we want to build a full-scale hover demonstrator, and so we've started another public share sale, just recently approved by the CIPC, and uh, that's what we'll be using so, the money for. Yeah. So obviously you'll need a lot of money, right? So the entire project will need a lot of money. Mm. But we do think that once we can show that the full-scale model can hover, we'll get rid of anyone who had any doubt in their mind, and it will be a lot easier for us to raise that financing. But I'm sure people are skeptical. Like, oh, this doctor, if I can't, I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, tell definitely. us about the, yeah. No, you know, a lot of the times, initially... Um, even a few engineers that I first met, they thought it was a joke. They yeah. thought, oh, this guy's got too much time on his hands. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, they didn't take it seriously until they started seeing the progress and they started seeing the computational fluid dynamics. And they started seeing, you know, in the virtual environment and then again how it's now becoming like real products. And we were even invited to eBase in Geneva uh, to display, you know, free of charge, mm. our one-eighth model that we took earlier this year. And it really started getting people's attention. So, in fact, there was a company that did a research study on all of the VTOL airplanes that are currently under uh, development in the world. Mm. And there's quite a few, but, you know, it's more the air taxis, like all these little electric ones that will do inner city work. And he found us to be the sixth most likely to succeed, uh, which has reached the end of the project Mm. in the whole world. Even the ones, you know, we're comparing to things like Boeing and Airbus and mm. big names in the in the industry. So for us, it was quite a compliment. But then especially to see the ones that were planning business jet missions, we were the first most likely to succeed, which came as quite a nice surprise to us. Mm. But, um, you know, it gave us a lot more confidence. So that makes us happy. So, Dr. Reza, target market, what's your target market? Do you know? It's the same as business jets and helicopters. Mm. So we do think that in a few years' time, people will look back and say, remember when people used to fly helicopters and how Mm. crazy they were? The same way we look at horse and carts and say, Mm. oh, people used to ride a horse and cart. But, you know, the man riding the horse and cart couldn't really see Mm. uh, 
how much cars would be, how much easier it would be to take care of than a horse. Tell us about your your team. Are you, is it an all South African team or do you have guys from other parts of the world? So until recently, we were uh, completely South African. Most of our uh, engineers working on the various components are South African. But we've recently partnered with a UK company called Callan Lens to produce um, the uh, control systems and automation. So mm. the computer hardware and software that keeps the plane balanced so that it's easy to fly. You know, even somebody who's never flown a plane before, you could come into our simulator and you can fly it around and you can not crash. Mm. And that's because of this uh, easy fly system that they've developed. Wow, really amazing. I mean, I was just saying to someone the other day, Africa hasn't built its own car. You know, we don't have a car like mm. that was made in, in mm. Africa. And here you are with this big with idea. Are you, are you not afraid that mm. other people one will, step will steal your idea? Well, we patented it. So we protected uh, South African patent was granted last year. Okay. US and U EU are patent pending. And also, you know, it's now well known to the world that we are doing this model. But uh, it's not so easy. So we've no, seen now easy, the yeah. barriers to entry are quite big. What have been some of the challenges? Well, uh, financing is one of them. Yeah. But the technical challenges which we had to overcome one at a time, we've de-risked most of those. So, I mean, again, it's not as easy to reverse engineer it as people would think. And then it's the certification criteria. So we have to certify with the US FAA in order for us to be able to export to that main market, which is 67% of the business jet market in the world. And uh, it's a really big, long, expensive exercise. So sure. it's not something that is easily uh, imitatable, if that makes sense. When you speak about, sorry, Matlako, when you speak about long, expensive exercise, mm. what are these numbers that, like, <laughs> roughly, well, you know, I'm just it's curious. <laughs> about a three to five year process uh, that would cost about $400 million. But that's not a lot when it comes to a project like that. And break-even numbers are not crazy either. Mm. So it's it makes a lot of financial sense. Yeah, I can imagine you're probably sure. just thinking on the day that you're testing this plane, taking off for the first time, right? And I'm sure you will definitely be there. Definitely, yes. yes. I even tried to get on the first flight, but our engineer... Uh, head engineer yeah, uh, no, Matthew, he said, yeah. no. No. he said no. <laughs> he said no. The test pilots will do the first flights, and then you can go. Which I just I have to follow his yeah for safety his rules. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, Doctor <laughs> Reza. But this sounds exciting. Yeah, absolutely amazing. That's uh, Doctor Reza Mia. We've been chatting to um, on the Glenzito Superdrive, and they are he's planning to do something unique. Eh? Building. Um, what is it? Uh, is building the first vertical business jet that takes off and lands vertically. Mm. Lands vertically. You know how, uh, what happens when you are in a normal plane? The landing is like takes forever. <laughs> right? Which I find so irritating. Like, you do? Yes. I don't, I don't mind. So, so take off for me is best. What? Like it's quicker. I think it's quicker. Than landing. I don't like takeoff. It just—it's like my whole—it's jerking my oh, whole body. I, just, I don't oh, like I the sensation. Yes. So you won't—you won't have that in this plane mm. because you can have a nice gradual transition to forward flight. I think that's the most exciting thing about this uh, vertical yeah. landing and takeoff. So yes, imagine no Yeah, because now you don't want to be jerked. Well, where are we going to fly to with this jet? 
Uh, I like Mauritius. I think is a nice one. <laughs> we should, there we go. <laughs> we should put that Mauritius. on our list. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Dr. Reza. Such a pleasure chatting Only to you. Only a pleasure. Thank so you. So next time you'll tell us about the other things that you're doing. Yeah, m- more exciting, uh, mm. you know, ventures in the medical field. We like to yeah. teach Lovely. each teach ourselves, you know, from one to the other, and see how we can. Yeah, I need make extra biceps. Maybe you can help me. <laughs> Yeah, just one injection, then my biceps are big, like <laughs> the rock. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs>